0: I've worked with hundreds of pastors at this point over these last nearly 10 years. And I'll say this, I have never met a pastor who didn't want to grow their church. Like every pastor wants to grow their church. And not because they're bad people, because truly they want to reach more people for the kingdom. It's way more fun to preach to a full room. When you have more people, you end up having more opportunities to do more ministry. Just growth tends to be a desired thing. So the thing that we're always trying to do as pastors is figure out like, how do we grow our church in a way that's legitimate? How do we grow our way, grow our church in a way that is kingdom focused and not self centered? How do we grow our church period? Like, how do we just not shrink? Because if you just stay still, your church is going to plateau and decline. And the great commission requires us to grow our churches because Jesus says, go, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and teach them to observe all that I've commanded you. So there's this idea that we go, we bring them in, we baptize them, we teach them to observe, we repeat. What happens is the church grows and local churches grow. That's the natural order of things. But it's easier said than done, right? It's hard to grow a church. I was a pastor at a church in the D.C. area for 10 years. And in the D.C. area, churches grow at a negative rate unless they unless they grow at a positive rate a lot. That doesn't make any sense, let me say that again. It is such a transient area, people are always moving in and moving out, that basically if you don't grow by about 20 to 30% every year, you're going to shrink by about 20 to 30% every year because people are always cycling in and cycling out. So the church has to grow at a very fast clip to ever see any increase in overall attendance over time. So you can't sit still. And that's not just DC, that's other places as well, but especially if you live in a transient area, that's the case. If you live in a small town that nobody ever moves into, that's, that's hard too. It's hard to grow when nobody's ever coming into your town. So you have challenges all over the place when it comes to growing your church. So what we want to look at is what are the five best books that will give us some tools, some insights, some strategies, some best practices as we are trying to faithfully grow our churches. That's what we're going to talk about in this episode, episode 99 of the Preaching Donkey podcast. My name is Lane. Welcome, so glad to see you here. If you haven't yet, be sure to go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. Pick up your free 21-day guide to creating killer sermons. It's a three-week, three-step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling, life-changing message. So whether you've been preaching for a long time and you're just looking for something new and fresh, or if you're brand new to this and you're just like, I'll take any help I can get. I just need to know how to do this. There's something in there for you. It'll walk you through how to write a compelling sermon and deliver it. So preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. Here we go. The best five books on church growth. I wrote this back in March of 2018. And honestly, these books are tried and true. There's been more books that have come out since then, but these are some classics that really, really helped me, and I think they are still relevant to this day, and I'd love in the comments for you to add more if you have more uh, along the lines of these. Living things grow. If something isn't growing, it's dying. This uh, This is why a church that's not growing is a cause for concern. A church should be alive, and one way to know if a church is alive is to look at the numbers. Numbers aren't everything, but numbers represent people, and each person has a story, and every story matters to God. I didn't come up with that, but I love it, all right? I can't remember who used to say that, but that was kind of a common thing that people used to always say. Uh, Numbers represent people. Each person has a story, and every story matters to God. Every church leader should be intentional about positioning their church for growth, and I think that's an important thing to understand. You cannot and I cannot cause growth to happen the way Paul put it is to say that one person waters another person when one person seeds another person waters and someone else sees the growth. So your church may not reap this harvest that you're that you're planting, but you're still responsible to do what you can in the situation that you're in, and at least at a minimum, you can position your church for growth. I've pulled together my list of the best five books on church growth. Each one of these books will give you strategies and actionable best practices to help you grow your church. So here it is. Number five Breakout Churches by Thom Raynor. His name is Tom, but I like to call him Thom because he spells it T H O M. I guess it's short for Thomas and he just shortened it to Thomas. Well, maybe it was Thomas and he shortened it to Thom. Anyway, Thom Raynor or Tom Raynor writes about common factors that result in forward momentum for churches. What makes a church move forward from mediocrity to exponential growth? What are the best practices that churches can discover to break out of their plateaus and see movement in all areas, including numerical growth? This book answers those questions. So what I like that he does is he takes a, a lot of research from his time with Lifeway, studying a lot of churches, and seeing what are the characteristics of church that break past plateaus the vast majority of churches are plateaued or declining so what are the differences what do we see in the churches that actually break out from that and do something cool like break out and grow what can we learn from those churches you'll you'll see that and discover that in that book number four Lasting Impact by Kerry Newhoff. Kerry Newhoff basically makes every one of my lists because he's just he's just <laughs> awesome. Uh, Lasting Impact, seven powerful conversations that will help your church grow. Kerry Newhoff is one of my favorite authors and thought leaders. His writing style is so conversational and easy to follow while profound and insightful at the same time. This book caused me to take a second look at some things we were doing in my church that I had assumed were working, but I may have assumed too much. You need to grab a copy of this book for everyone on your team and go through it together. So these conversations, a set of seven conversations that he goes through is really a way of asking the question, are we as a team having the right conversations centered on the right priorities that lead to growth? Number three, Church Growth Flywheel by Kerry Newhoff's good friend, Rich Birch, also a good friend of mine. Church Growth Flywheel, five practical systems to drive growth at your church. So Rich Birch is one of the top influencers in executive church leadership, and this book is yet another way he is using his influence to help so many church leaders grow. He has written a cogent book that will give you practical tools to implement systems that will grow your church. Theory is great, but well-applied systems change everything. Pick this book up today and discover practical systems that will grow your church. Okay, So what does that mean? Systems, flywheel, grow your church, okay. Here's, here's what this means, and this is really the genius of Rich Birch's approach to things. If you don't know him, he is the founder of unseminary.com. He's got books, courses, has a great podcast. And especially if you are an executive pastor, an XP, he is such a good resource. If you're not paying attention to him, you should be. What he identifies here is the this idea that if your church is not implementing the right systems that produce growth, that's at least a place to start, okay? So where so far we've looked at breakout churches, like what are some, you know, kind of things that churches are doing that that grow, right? Then we looked at Carrie Newhoff. What are the conversations that we should be having that we're maybe not having? What are the priorities that we don't have that we maybe should have? What are we prioritizing that we shouldn't prioritize, right? That's kind of that concept. Now we're getting into what are the actual nitty gritty systems? Like how do we deal with first-time guests? How do we make sure that people go through a process of moving through from first-time guest to plugged in and involved? How do we engage people in serving? How do we do evangelism? How do we do outreach? Those are the kind of systems that if we get those systems right, Rich's idea is that those kind of turn into a flywheel that produces church growth, almost using the principle of inevitability. Like if you do these things, this result will produce. And it's an inevitable result. Now, nothing is like promised and there's a lot of factors at play, but at least you can position your church for growth by making sure that you have the right systems in place that promote growth. Number two, the Unstuck Church by Tony Morgan. The first question you must ask before your church will grow is, are we healthy? Tony Morgan and the Unstuck Group have helped churches break through plateaus for years. Now he has written one of the best books on church health. Pick up this book, make sure your church is healthy, and then watch it begin to grow as a result. Um, so the, the thing I love about Tony Morgan, Tony Morgan wrote a really cool book uh, that I, I read years ago that was like, it was it was really cool. It was like 50 different things to ask about your church, to think through, and it was just so good. It was so practical and helpful, and I do not remember the title, but it's pretty dated, to be honest. I read it like 10 years ago, and it was like five years old by that point. So it was it was a little bit, you had to kind of break through a little bit of dated language, but the concepts and the principles were so on point. But Tony Morgan has taken his really unparalleled kind of skill at assessing where a church is and helping them break through where they are stuck and moving them past that. And he's put it in this, this book, The Unstuck Church. So this is more kind of getting into the core engines of your church to see like, is what's driving this church healthy? Are we healthy as a team? Are we healthy at the top, uh, the leadership team, the senior pastor, the, the executive pastors? Are we healthy as a staff? Are we healthy as volunteers? Do we have good systems? Are we burning people out? Do we have clear communication? Are our ministries on point? All of those things, if they're not healthy, could be preventing growth. Think about it this way if you don't have a good follow up system for people who check their kids into your student, your kids' ministry for the first time, you have no follow up for that. Well, you might be missing an opportunity to figure out how was the experience? What was it like? Do you feel like your kids were safe? Did they have a good time? Is there anything we can do better? How can we serve you as as a family? By simply not following up, you miss all those opportunities and you might miss a massive opportunity for retention, keeping those people coming back because you just didn't follow up. Well, that is a systems issue. It's also a health issue. All of these things are connected. So that's why all these books are kind of a package. Like if you're going to read one, you might as well go ahead and read all of them with your team kind of one at a time and work through these questions. Number one, how to break Growth Barriers by Carl F George and Warren Bird. I've got my copy here. He th- this book is Revise Your Role, Release Your People and Capture Overlooked Opportunities for Your Church. This is a classic work. Uh, it's just, you know, it's one of the few that I actually have on paper. Most of these are read on Kindle or on Audible. But this is the thing I like about this is that it is a practical look at what it takes at every level of attendance to get to the next level. So did you know that every large organization had to break through several growth barriers to get where they are today? The same is true for churches. When you see a church of 5,000 people, you're seeing a church that was likely once a group of 50 people, then 100, then 150, then 200, then 400, then 800, then 1,000, then 1,200, and so on. Every step of the way they had to break through the next barrier, but how did they? And how can your church? this book will give you the tools to break through your next growth barrier and beyond really where their specialty is is helping people break past that 200 barrier and the 800 barrier those are the two really tough ones the reason why 200 is so hard to break is that 150 to 200 number around that amount of people is where people feel connected to each other like it's one big family any more than that and it starts to become less of a intimate feel you don't know everybody so there's a lot of kind of push against like natural uh like aversion to growing past 150 or 200. this is why they used to say if your church isn't 200 people by the end of its second year you never will be and it's really because that's the hardest growth barrier to break they spent a lot of time there and also that 800 barrier, because that's where the complexity starts to shift from small to medium church to large church, which requires a different, entirely different approach, leadership structure, access, all that kind of stuff. This book breaks down all that years and years and years of study and research and practical knowledge goes into this. Highly, highly recommend. That's why it's number one, how to break growth barriers. Now, I do want to mention my book, Preaching Killer Sermons. Why? Because Studies indicate, some studies indicate, that as many as 90% of people decide whether to come back to a church for a second visit based solely on the preacher and his preaching. This means a crucial aspect of growing your church is ensuring that you are preaching at your best every week. So in this book, I reveal how to deliver your message with absolute clarity and preach with a keen understanding of your audience. Now, I wanna mention you can get the book and it's great, but if you want something even better, even deeper, go through one of my courses. Go to preachingdonkey.com courses and you can find Killer Sermons Academy and Preaching Jumpstart, two great courses that will aid you in your preaching so that when people come to your church, let's say that all of these, these other things are in place. Your systems are in place. You're asking the right question. You've studied great churches. You've got the good systems in place. You're healthy. You know everything at every stage, what barrier you're you're trying to break through and you're positioning your church to do that. And all that stuff's in place. And when people walk in and they sit down and they listen to you preach, they wanna hear more. They wanna come back for more because you are engaging them at a core emotional, spiritual level and and calling them to something bigger and deeper and better and inspiring them toward a changed life. And I'll show you how to do that in my courses, preachingdonkeycom slash courses. So there you have it. Those are my five books on how to grow your church. Let me know what experience do you have either with these books or just with growing your church. And what would you suggest in terms of reading or resources to help do that? I'd love to hear from you in the comments until next time. Remember if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here at the preaching donkey podcast.